No. All right. Say again. I got to get my thinking juice. Your thinking juice? Yeah, mama's mama's talking medicine. Via the weed? This kind of loosens me up. You know, I did some stretches today. Yeah? Yeah, Um, I did some stretches because um, my neck's been bothering me and my back. And then I, like, was on Instagram and this, like, one exercise page I follow, like, they said, like, if you lay all the way down and put a thing underneath your belly button underneath your back and you put your toes together and you reach above that is a Chinese exercise for the abs and to do it five minutes a day so I'm gonna try it this week okay <laughs> it's, it's, I, I gotta see a diagram of it because as you're describing it, I'm like what the fuck it's just is literally this? you just put something underneath your back and you stretch from both like your legs and your arms oh okay and oh so you're like balancing on it Kinda. You're just like supporting your lumbar spine, essentially, Uh and stretching out. So, Uh, like, um, just you want to do an ab exercise? Just do crunches. Yeah, I'm lazy, and also then I realized then I was like, oh man. (laughs) Yeah, if I could just do an ab exercise where I just lay down and stretch, that's that also sounds very therapeutic. Like half of the time, like you're like, man, I just don't want to put up that much energy. That I was like, I'm just gonna stretch here and like meditate for five minutes. That's chill. That can do something. I just don't believe it's that good of an ab workout. I don't think I'm gonna get a fucking cut abs, but if it's doing something like beneficial for my mind and my body at the same time, I'm gonna roll with it. Okay. So then I started doing some other like stretches i love a stretch yeah from doing um from doing yoga like i started doing yoga in like 2009 10 and like i love stretching now i'm like obsessed with stretching stretching is like the most like relieving thing i don't know why i'm obsessed with it but i like to stretch like if i take a bath i stretch in the bathtub like do you have a bathtub big enough to stretch in I'm also got short little fucking stubby legs. Okay, <laughs> like I don't think you can stretch in, <laughs> no. but like I can stretch in the bathtub. I do like pigeon and everything, and then like I pigeon. like just pigeon, yeah. And like you put one leg underneath, and then you stretch out the other one. Anyways, so I went to go do plow, and it fucking hurt me so much. And I've always been able to do plow, and plow is like essentially like are you, these yoga poses? Yeah. Okay. And plows like you move, you hinge your legs over you and basically they hit behind your legs uh, your head how are you not drowning in the bathtub I'm while you're not, doing this? <laughs> he's doing this one on the mat right now oh, i I'm wasn't like, in the bathtub I'm like, for this i'm like god damn this sounds really fucking dangerous <laughs> I just like okay we've it. moved out of the bathtub we're we're, we're back on today a mat. i just exercise on the mat okay <clears throat> Yeah, and I did plow, and normally plow is like my favorite position to do because I I feel like oh you're bendy oh look at this you're like some of those yoga bitches <laughs> but I'm not. So you're bending your back's bending, so your feet are coming around and kicking you in the back of the head. Essentially. And you're like laying on your stomach or something. You're laying on your back, so. Okay. Like this is, I, well I'm this is your head this is your stomach and yeah then, I mean your back and then this is your legs above your head. So you're laying on your stomach. You're laying on your back. Then how are your so your feet are coming over your the yeah. front of you? Uh-huh. Oh, that's plow. Okay, I was imagining it like you're laying on your stomach and your legs are like <laughs> scorpioning not, over. No. And like I wish kicking you in the back of the I head. I think I would be single if I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but normally, like plow doesn't hurt me, and it hurt my back so much. So, anyways, I was waiting to tell you this at another time, but since we're in this discussion, there's this Netflix show called Unwell. 
And also, like, do you know about Gwyneth Paltrow's, like, The Goop, her company, The Goop? I just know that people were upset about it or something. They're always upset about it. It's kind of like a lot of false, like, wellness claims, like, how much medical... Wait, was she the one who was, like, selling, like, crystal butt plugs or something? (laughs) And she also, like, the first thing that, like, really got um, her, like, notoriety on that or, like, some grief is that she was talking about, like, in Chinese medicine, there's this thing that's essentially, like, a sauna that you put over your vagina. Like, you sit on this, like, sauna for your vagina. I forget what the name is, but, like, she, like, practices it all the time. A sauna for your vagina. Yeah, so, like, essentially, like, think of, like, an old school, like, um kind of high chair or like even like a, a potty chair right the old school ones that had like a bucket underneath yeah so like that is filled with what the chinese herbs that they put on fire and then you sit on top of this with like uh like almost equivalent to like when you go get your hair um done at a salon the salon capes okay you wear that over and it's a and you sit on the vagina and you sit on the thing with naked waist down and it goes into your vagina Okay. It's supposed to be good for like, um, Chinese medicine is different than Western medicine, but like, um, a lot of their ailments are like called like moist or dry and stuff. Like, so it's really good for like when you have dampness in your body, okay. Um, which would be like a female yeast infection, um, hormone imbalance, pH imbalance, but it's also supposed to be good for, um, what is it? Um, trying to get pregnant. Oh. Like, it's all that type of stuff. It's just okay. good for you and your vagina. But yeah, that's like the major thing that she got. So anyways, Netflix over quarantine released a show called The Goop Lab. And it's her essentially creating like this workshop now for all her employees. So like not only are they writing about these theories, but they're giving their employees the opportunity to go and participate in these Get, um, get someone to blow some smoke up their <laughs> vagina, basically. <laughs> well, some of them were interesting. So... um I'm trying to think. One was um, a f- two females went to like a vagina like person that like <laughs> taught you how to masturbate okay. and understand your vagina, but also Ooh, a vagina guru. Yeah, and like, well, all is it like uh, what movie was that? Old school. It's Andy Dick, and he's oh, he's giving the blowjob instructions. Oh to no, a group no, of women. that's more like a fucking um, yeah, like a bachelorette party. This is more like you're going and like learning your vagina and like appreciating it and all this. It's like that type of new age stuff. So that Sick. was one of them. Another one of them was with this man called um, Iceman Huff. He's really interesting. He um, he was with the woman that committed suicide it was like he's um he's dutch he and he's very like that woohoo personality like you remember like um what is a goldfinger or whatever from fucking austin powers yeah the dutch guy yeah. like literally this I'm is dutch isn't yeah, that weird yeah like this guy's like that okay but he's very cute um but he his wife committed suicide and it's all about like he me- realized mental wellness and physical wellness i think he had cancer or something too all came from breath technique breath technique yeah to like that he's almost created this whole like other like type of medical like um not conspiracy but like fundamental thinking of like breath work is like a huge healer of you and you'll like be able to with breath work control your amount of stress that gets you through um any situation so normally how we respond 
to any situation is how we can manage our stress levels. Okay. And so with breathing will allow us to handle more stressful situations to the, all the point that that's all tied in with your immunity system as well. So like he does a lot of things to, um, create more, um, immunity in your body. So he's a big about ice baths. Oh, okay. this is the guy that like really like, well, ice baths come and go as fads, but like he is an he's the new, new yeah, era leader of ice baths. Of ice baths. I okay. wouldn't say oh, he's another avenue of a doctor or, uh, or a wellness figure that now says um, ice baths are good for you. Okay. So the last one that really intrigued me, I kind of always have curiosity about a lot of this wellness stuff. Yeah. I definitely knew about the vagina saunas before she did it. And I was going to do them because I go to a case spa a lot of times and they offer them. And there's actually a place. Is in, that what it's called though? A vagina, a vagina sauna? It, it has a name. Sauna? It has like a traditional name and like in parentheses always like vagina spa sauna. <laughs> okay. there's, a, there's a place in, um, in K-Town in the city, do you want to go? Like, we can make, like, an expose about this. What am I? Expose, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that sounds like a tequila or something. Uh, I'll have the expose, please. <laughs> I'll still mispronounce it. <laughs> the fucking bartender. The you'll, call the, you'll call the, if there's a tequila called expose, you'll be like, can I get the expose? <laughs> um, no. Uh, I wonder if I went and got a vagina sauna, is it going to burn my balls? <laughs> I don't know. We can also, Google that. Also, does it have a positive effect on my butthole? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if you have some type of fungus in there, who knows? What's your pH balance in your butt right now? I don't know. I haven't checked it in weeks. Definitely was walking down the street without a mask today. And like literally I could like this person walked out like wow. from a, a middle of like a little hidden bush or something. Nobody's on my street. And he just yells at me. I cross the street because I see that he's coming in my way. Yeah. I don't think he had a mask on or maybe it was around his chin. And he yells at me that I need to wear a mask. So I told him to eat my asshole. <laughs> and he told me I was racist. <laughs> oh, my God. Why didn't you have your mask on, Maureen? There was nobody I there. I know. I'm fucking with you. As I yell that into the mic even more. I know. You're screaming it. Look. That's why I always chin mask it, because oh. in the event that someone pulls up out of man. nowhere, then it's like, look, I, I have a mask. I just don't have it on because there's literally no one within eyesight of me right now. Um, Let's get back to Dr. Hoff and the goop lab. OK, we back always to the talk goop about lab. masks too much and it doesn't deserve a time. I think Anyways. we only talked about it like once or twice. True. But yeah. That's enough. That's more than needed because it's everywhere. Um, <laughs> but wear your masks. <laughs> so then also the Huff, um, I actually started following him. OK, he's. Hey, I like a Dutch man. My grandfather was Dutch, so like <laughs> <laughs> that joke can just make itself. <laughs> anyway, continue. Um, and then I, f I found I don't know. I I've heard multiple times about like the power breath work, so it would be interesting to me because I think it's also a form of meditation, right? Do you think um, that's why they call it a Dutch oven? I don't get it. Oh, you don't know what a Dutch oven is? Yeah, when you fart and you put the blanket over somebody. But like, I'm talking about breath work. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, never you're talking mind. about the sauna well, Move I'm, on. I'm That's still, Chinese. I'm still, th I'm still thinking about getting my butthole sauna. <laughs> That's Chinese. We're moving on to Dutch now. We're doing an international. Okay. 
continue with the world tour, please. You're welcome. Um, okay, so pass a uh, joint. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to catch up to you. So then, um, moving on, star following Hoff. Not dedicated enough to do some breath work right now. My mental stability is not there. Maybe when I am ready for my next hobby. Um, and then <laughs> they had an episode. Oh, they also had an episode about um, shrooms. And how that's um, therapy. They did like a, a group therapy like trip session. Okay. That that's a whole nother conversation. But I think I enjoyed that. If you think about it, Netflix came out with two huge things highlighting psychedelics this summer. Yeah. Um, it's not going away. So we need to start. You know, we need to start cashing in. Start thinking about it. I got you. <laughs> Um, Getting in on the ground floor of the drug trade. <laughs> um, and then the um, one that I was bringing up that goes along with like flexibility and like my body being tight is there's the thing called energy body work. And um, energy body work is essentially like these new age chiropractors and like wellness <laughs> or like holistic chiropractors, which I didn't know there was a holistic form of chiropractor. Practory. I did not say that right. You're doing uh, great. Thanks. And they essentially like look at all the energy fields in your body and can tell where you're congested from like past trauma. Essentially, like you might have a past trauma, emotional past trauma that has created energy blockage and like knots in your body. Okay. And they relieve you for that. And like, it's supposed to be like a very emotional relieving experience that like they just cry and like they have make, like they break down and like they have like body Trevors and everything like that. So body Trevors. Tremors. Okay. Um, <laughs> that interests me a lot. Like I was like, fuck, I'm going to, I need to find this. So then going on to this week, there was a doctor. Um, there's a new show called um, unwell and it's about, it's kind of like talking about both angles of all these wellness, um, fads so the first one was about essential oils uh-huh. and they talked about like therapies for it like where it came from and they also talked about the bad like essentially there's two huge um aromatherapy companies or essential oil companies and one's a pyramid scheme and the other one's like um like uh like a lot of controversy like this guy kind of jumped different type of medical things but all he has is like not really a medical background and stuff and like how he kind of like exploited the whole thing and like <sighs> Both of them are for profits, essentially. Like they're kind of like a Mary Kay type of system. Do the oils do what they promise to do? It talks about both angles, like that. Sometimes it is good for that, but to the levels that like it's a cure all, no. Yeah. And that's always where I've been with my medical. Like, you guys all kind of bust my balls at sometimes. I'll go a little more holistic, but like I do think there's a point in time for conventional medicine to step in, right? Yeah, definitely. Um. So they talked about body work chiropractic too. And they did it from a sexual point of like how sexual therapy works. And um, I think it maybe possibly went into sex work too. But it talked about like more like Reiki. and Oh, it was about Karma Sutra. Okay. And then they went into body work because there's this like um, guru coming out of Mexico City. Her name is Sasha Cobra, but that's not her real name. It's a cool name though. It Sasha is. Cobra. <laughs> She kind of sounds like a villain, though. <laughs> she kind of looks like a weird celebrity. Like, she's that, that type of weird, like, earthy, pretty, but, like, she thinks she's a lot prettier than she is. It, like, <laughs> Or, like, her <laughs> photographs made me feel like it. But anyways, 
they this couple from like Midwest went to go visit her for like help in their sexual like relationship and the the husband is a big man like he's a big man he and are we talking big like um like a uh, muscular big or like, like heavyweight big he's like action bronson size so heavyweight big. yeah heavyweight big action bronson's down some weight though i know my my old love of my life just did his music video oh really yeah mm-hmm. I tried to talk to him about it, but he too cooled me again. Anyways, this guy is like opening up about his like feelings towards himself and why he thinks that um, affects him sexually. Like he thinks he's disgusting. He doesn't find himself attractive. And the girl right away with Sasha Cobra was like, I'm just going to ask this because you're giving me some of these energy or like major um, flags that indicate this. Have you had past sexual trauma in your childhood? Or like in developmental years. And he kind of, he said, no, no. But then he wouldn't say he had abuse, but he was like, I had a guy that I had a a parental figure that did things not, that was not normal, like touched me and like was, he wouldn't totally say, yeah, I was sexually abused, but he said like, oh yeah, he wasn't, he didn't do like good things and he was in my life. So anyway, she brings him in and she does like a scan over him and like a Reiki session and does body work on it and he just starts crying damn and i'm like man maybe this is why my neck's tight man maybe because you know also what interests me that she said you know once we get this trauma out of you you're gonna start melting weight and i was like maybe this is why i can't lose weight i got trauma in me (laughs) (laughs) so you just need someone to go lay some hands on you dude yeah so i actually made an appointment (laughs) with sasha cobra no, she's in Mexico, and I don't know how that's all working right now, but I found a chiropractor, a bodywork chiropractor. So you're going to try it? Yeah, I hella want to try it. Like, Okay. Um, I don't know if you and I have talked a lot about this, but like, I did, um, I did hypnotherapy in 2012, 2013. No, I don't think we've talked about it. Um, that was when I was in L.A., and I like had put on a lot of weight, and I was really, really unhappy in L.A., and I was like... Always like route things to like, oh, I have a problem with food and food addiction is a problem. And I went to hypnotherapy because I'm crazy. And I was like, I want to learn how to not be addicted to food. (laughs) (laughs) And we did three sessions. And the first time I was talking to her and she's like, you're um, you're in victim mentality. Like, this isn't your problem. Like, she like didn't even address like whatever I thought I had with food addiction. She's like, you're basically like all your words that you're saying are like feeling sorry for yourself or making an excuse. And you're like stuck in this like trauma victim mentality. And I was like, okay, whatever. And we did three sessions, like I said, in the first two, it was like kind of a meditative state. She didn't take me into a deep, deep um, hypnotherapy. It was more like if I told you to think about peanut butter. I'm just guiding and I'm putting walls up that that's all you can think of. That's what hypnotherapy feels like. Like you're telling me a subject and you're controlling that I can't think of anything besides talking about the subject. Okay. But you're very like aware of all consciousness. Yeah. So. So she hypnotizes you and then does therapy. Yeah. I thought it was always going to be just like hypno. And, and like telling you like you don't like food anymore stop eating heavy calories you fat ass but it was actually like therapy session she's like you have trauma like let's identify it so like at the end the last session she did like a deep one and that once again i was very aware of everything but i like 
it's almost like I was sleepy aware. Like when, you know, like you have like a, a light REM sleep that you're kind of really aware of everything, but you're still dreaming. Yeah. It's kind of like that. And um, she had me go over all my whole timeline and recognize like when I first started feeling like a, dict- a victim and like had a bad experience and when that first started and how I let that live through a major part of my life. And she's just like, you're going to start at the first and you're just going to scan it and float over your whole timeline of your life. And I just started crying. Damn. It was crazy. And I think that was the first time I let go of like my past relationship that you and I had just met off of. Yeah. Um, was like the first time I just like let go of like caring about that anymore. Well, that's cool. It worked like yeah. that. Yeah. So I'm hoping the body work will kind of just go more into that because I feel like there's something in me that stresses me out that is making me tighter and tighter. And I do go to acupuncture weekly for it. But hey, you know, if not, we're going to have something else to talk about on this podcast. I wasted $200. <laughs> I can't wait to find out. I um, I was hypnotized once. I did not know this. Well, I actually wasn't hypnotized, but... um. It was like uh, they had a, a hypnotist come to my school. Uh-huh. Uh, we did like, it was senior safe night. You know what that is? I don't know if your school did that. Well, you guys do a shut in, essentially? Yeah, it's a lock-in. You spend the night at the school. That's and... so cool. I didn't know people still did that. Well, I mean, that was 2003, so I don't know if they still do it. It's, that was 17 years ago. Oh, tight. <laughs> We're going on our, you're going on oh, your 20 years. I feel year. like I'm going to be sick to my stomach saying that. That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, um... But they had like in the assembly room or hall or whatever the fuck you call it, not assembly, uh, auditorium. Gymnasium. No, this was the auditorium. We had an auditorium. Um, They had a hypnotist. And so they brought people up. And then like if he could tell he wasn't hypnotizing you, he'd send you down. So like he wasn't hypnotizing me, but I was just like, let's see if I can fake this for as long as I can. And I faked it the entire way through. He like supposedly woke me up with the snap of his fingers and everything. And then I'm all like, what happened? And everyone's laughing at like the dumb shit I did. But I was completely (laughs) cognizant of all the dumb shit I was doing. I was just playing along. What was he having you do? I don't remember everything. Did you cluck like a chicken? I just remember at one point he told me to uh, talk in an alien language, right? Like, so basically you were going to make up your own alien language or whatever. And I just got up and just fucking started making stupid sounds and noises and shit. (laughs) And like everyone's like laughing or whatever. And then he snaps his fingers. And then I just like pretended like I was like, what's going on? (laughs) And then all my friends were telling me what was going on and like I let them all relive the whole thing and I was like, yo, I faked the whole thing. And they were like, what? And then I would like relay back things that I remembered about it that they hadn't mentioned and then they were like, oh. What in case you were supposed to be an actor? I don't know. Sometimes I thought it would be cool to be an actor in my life, but I I don't know. Um, It feels like such a daunting hill to start climbing. You could always try it. I mean, what else are you doing right now? <laughs> That's true. You know what? Actually, that dude, Eli, who um, I don't know if you've met him or not. Uh-uh. Uh, he goes to Trash Island and I went out for drinks with him one night. But he was like joking. Like, he's like, dude, he's like the gold tooth is so crazy. He goes, I want to write a character for you if you'd be down. And I would you just do it. I was like, because he does like short films all the time. And I was like, bro, if you do it, I, I would do it. I'd give it a shot for sure. But um, but yeah, I don't know if that'll ever come to be did but you that'd see be cool the, did you see that meme 
uh, that it's going around because like Drake just released a new video and it's like him acting about it and how there's we're in the decade now that kids don't know that Drake used to be oh, an actor. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> they were like, they were like, damn, Drake got me convinced he could act. I'm go- I'm good with it or something like that. It's almost like we now live in a time frame where kids don't know that Drake started as an actor. <laughs> I did not like his little heart shaped in his head. Mm, whatever. I. Was- the thing I don't like about it, I like, I liked it. The thing I don't like about it is that, like, I'm gonna see a hundred iterations of that over the next like six months, and it's gonna be like a year from now, and people are still gonna be doing it. I'm gonna be like, come on, dog, it's played out. Okay, we should start like making a meme of it. <sighs> I'm gonna Let's s- start thinking of that. I don't know if I can make the the majority of people who are gonna put that in their head though. I don't know if I can like as a white guy make the um, joke about it. I, but I can say, you can ghost right I can say. <laughs> I can say as a person that like I think it looks cool, but I'm gonna be sick of seeing it at a certain point in time. It's just like when every like SoundCloud rapper was getting pink dreads. It was like at first you were like, Oh, look at this kid, he's a fucking maniac and he's got like pink dreads and then like there were like a hundred more that came afterwards and you're like, Okay, you got pink dreads and face tats. Oh, that's so true. You know why I don't like it is I think it's a cool concept, like it's cool. But I don't buy it. I don't like it with Jake's aesthetic. And that's me more being like a fashion, like into fashion. Jake? Drake. Yep. Oh, Drake. I thought you said Sorry. Jake's aesthetic. <laughs> I might have. Uh, <laughs> um, but I don't think it goes with his aesthetic. Uh, like if Bad Bunny did it, I think it would look so fucking tight. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, Drake just like. Uh. Do you think it means he wears his heart on his head? I don't know. He he <laughs> he appropriates a lot of like cultures that's like always the meme about drake is like this week he's jamaican next week he's english like it's always like he's always on some different shit so him shaving a heart in his head is nothing if he came out and had like his eyebrow tattooed i'd be like yo really i'd be like what are you doing i think it's more for his eyebrow i would take that more as his eyebrow than the heart thing in his head no, I'm talking about like had a tattoo above his eyebrow. Yeah, I, I could said see like that. Toronto or something. <laughs> Raptors, <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> That's what they call their stadium. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I was like, you're laughing, but I'm making the. It's still funny. But. It is, but that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious because imagine if he got Jurassic Park above his eyebrows, dude. Oh my god, that'd be so that would be honestly, Drake. If you're listening to the podcast, dog, <laughs> you should get Jurassic Park tattooed above your eyebrows, even for just a music video. Um. So the major reason why I wanted I said that we should record today is that um about sex work. Oh, okay. Because m- me and a very good friend um had a discussion yesterday. Okay. About it, um, which is interesting because are, are you guys starting a joint sex work channel? <laughs> no, um, we um, this person um, shared a mutual friend's profile that was on OnlyFans, and oh, okay. it kind of was like in a, a negative aspect. And I was like, um, I I said, oh, I don't think there should be anything shameful about this. This person that's doing this is an industry affected by COVID right now. Yeah. And I I don't shame somebody for finding an alternative way of making some money right now because they're probably not making any money. And so was this person on OnlyFans prior to the pandemic? I we don't know. Oh, okay. But um I don't care either way. Yeah, not that that matters. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not judging anyone on how they make their money. That's cool. Uh, I was just curious if, like, being in a pandemic 
was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I don't know. It could be possibly because this person (laughs) I hadn't seen in like a year. We both have not seen or talked to in a year. So it could be a pandemic because that's a tight enough window. But at this time, a year ago, we did not know that they were doing this. And I think it would have been brought up in the conversation. So I think it's a newer thing. Okay. So could possibly be because what are we going on fucking six months essentially of this right yeah so like yeah possibly if we're talking the last time i saw them was september actually august that's that's less of a year right yeah that's about okay. a year yeah so it's it's a little if it was it's september now if the last time you saw them was august it's 13 months no i'm saying if the last time i saw them in august and this started in february oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. Then that's what I can't do fucking math. Dude, I, neither can I. Well, minute. What's August the eighth month? Okay, that's four six months. Six months. Oh fuck! Look at how science works. It's oh my god, we're so stupid, Tony. Somebody's probably gonna listen to this and want to shake us. Gina, I know it's you because we're like, yeah, that was about six months ago. But if you did the math, six months is right in the middle, dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. Anyways, okay. Smoke so another one. <laughs> um. The conversation kind of went into like a debate about that sex work is wrong. Oh. And that um and that like they need help and it's it's exploiting women and it's misogyny and it's patronizing and like if you choose to work in it as a woman, you are almost like selling out. Yeah, and giving back to that same. Okay. And um nor and you know like it's actually evolved since last time i told you i wanted to talk about this because i was a little frustrated because i was like oh this person's so empathetic about so many things and i also understand where they're coming from because i used to think like this yeah i wouldn't say until like maybe the last year and a half i really like okay like it's not that i think that is the best job and people should do and i should advocate that people should do it as a career yeah but I'm to a point that it does not bother me anymore because I realize it has to exist for the other things I do believe in to exist. Yeah. And it does also my overall belief that there's an issue on how we address sexuality that then then affects this being a perverse situation, yeah. right? Okay. So I know this person's capable of thinking it the same way. They're just... I think they're hurting right now for a lot of, and this is why I also brought up the trauma, body work trauma and stuff. Cause I think there's a lot of trauma from relationships and sexual, both sexual and loving relationships um, that cause people to have these beliefs. And I think that's where we also are with a lot of other things that are going on in society. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, keep going. Sorry. And no, it's okay. So um, the conversation was that she believed it was in, you know, patriotic. Um, it gave to the patriotic society. And patriotic. Like, sorry. I know what you mean. It's just fun. <laughs> um, and that like a lot of them need counseling. And like, and I was like, well, do you think counseling is going to cure like that? They need that they'll stop. And she's like, no, but I think everybody needs help. And I was like, I kind of said so rebuttaled. Like, she, I. Th- she's of the opinion that if you are resorting to sex work you need to get therapy um i that is um something that would help she is in the, she was an opinion i'm gonna say it's changed in the last 24 hours since our last conversation uh-huh. um she was in the opinion that she um 
somebody in the sex work industry, it's not a job, it's not a career, and it's normally like you're selling yourself short. Okay. Um, and you probably also need some type of mental help. Yeah. Um, a, because you are um, a victim to, or like you have been a part of some type of like abuse that would make you choose a profession like this. Yeah. Or that you have some type of issue that would make you choose this. Okay. And I was like, I don't agree with that. I think like, um, and I, my rebuttal was like, I also think there should be therapy for people that think like that. Cause I think you have a type of, you have some type of trauma that probably also makes you feel that there's a perverse, perverse and negative effect about the sex industry work. Yeah. Cause I can say, honestly, that's where I wasn't, you know, like my past relationship in my thirties, it was not healthy. I had a lot of bad views because of sex, because of him. Like he just wasn't like, um, he wasn't, what is it, committed in the beginning. So like he would fuck whoever he wanted. His yeah. ex-girlfriend that he like kind of really let her always, like I always was like afraid that he was going to leave me for her. Like that was the love of his life. Uh. Um, And she was a porn star. So like he, I just got... He built up insecurities. I also built up insecurities because I didn't address these things. Like I should have said, hey, this doesn't make me feel good. I should get out of this relationship, yeah. right? Instead yeah. of trying to like fix that relationship. <clears throat> um, all made me very insecure about sex and also made me see sex outside of a committed relationship perverse and dark and like hurting almost does that make sense yeah yeah yeah. and i also think that's why we look at porn and sex work like that because we've let something i think it's interesting how people like the difference between someone watching like porn and then someone like watching like only fans because this is like the other day I saw this thing about this woman who got fired from her job as a teacher because her side hustle was, was she had an OnlyFans account where she sold explicit content. And my thought process behind it is one, who gives a fuck what she's doing? Two, you could argue like, well, what if the kids saw it? Well, how did the kids see it? Because unless she's teaching seniors in high school, technically no kid if you're a good parent should be getting on the porn sites at least the ones that require a fucking credit card to see people's shit yeah so i mean obviously kids are gonna look at porn whatever but then so my thought process is okay so it's someone who had a credit card who was getting on OnlyFans. who was the guy who had his dick out saw his kid's teacher and put his dick away and was like i'm calling the school board right now yep. so and then it's like, dog, you're out here looking. But had he just seen regular porn, he wouldn't have thought anything about that person. But as soon as he can put like a personality or basically someone he knows to the porn, then all of a sudden it's like, this is wrong. Well, you know what's so wrong about that is that you're shaming somebody else to do it. But it's okay if that person is an identity in your in your life. Because you, if it was your babysitter, if it was your pharmacist, if it was the waitress at the bar, you would be shaming her that she was doing sex work, right? I mean... People, that per- not yeah, me personally, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the trend is, yeah, definitely. And what's the difference? So they can't be real people, right? It's almost like people think that people in porn don't have like regular lives. Like they live at the porn factory and they make the porn movies, and then they just like fuck each other in the dungeon on their off time or something. 
and this is just a whole nother argument that is just like so they're good enough to get you off but they can't be real people yeah. so then also then you're kind of making this establishment that you to have this type of sex can only be with people that aren't real so you can't have this type of intimacy or this type of sex with somebody in your life does that yeah. make sense too because i think that's also why so many people go to perverse parts of sex work and um the porn industry is because people aren't comfortable enough to be like this is my fetish word right you know what i'm saying like and that's all it is why can't this is it's because like still i mean like we still as progressive as people have become with sex stuff i mean i think we've talked about it on an episode before if not i know we've talked about it before about how like when we were yeah we have when we were kids uh it was like doggy style yeah yeah the, the the like ooh she does doggy style and now it's like girls in high school are like choke me while you're fucking me because like the internet in general but but i mean so we've come a long way as far as people being more expressive with what they like but i still think there's that moment when you meet someone like unless you meet someone through you posting a meme on the internet like where you're like oh is this person going to be cool with me like doing whatever like shoving a thumb in their ass you know what i'm saying like whatever it is you're into um and and vice versa and so i still think people haven't like there's still like a faux pas to a what lot do of you that think stuff. causes this what has caused it's because i'm having like a major uh-huh like light bulbs epiphany right now i mean i don't i guess just as progressive as we're getting it's still there's still those underlying like old school ways of thinking I about agree with like you on that but yeah. also you know what i also think it is what video killed the porn star like essentially think of it <laughs> you creating some type of digital content any type of content right even right. on the magazines you are decharacterizing or dehumanizing Manetizing that person, not making them a real person. So then you do not have any type of co- connection with them. So then it desensitizes you to the human connection, right? So as we become more and more desensitized to what these that porn industry is, we want grittier and grittier content, right? Because we're we're growing as a desensitized to that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's where also this perversion just keeps them becoming more of a more of a monster. Uh. But this is overall our own needs, right? Because if you talk about old um, societies, the Romans, who else? The Romans and even some medieval type of things were very sexual. There's huge sexuality well, as yeah, part of their society. In the, Roman, in the Romans, if I recall correctly, and I'm... If I get this wrong, feel free to call in at 917-310-5262 and leave a voicemail and tell me more about the Roman Empire. But if I recall from what I've heard, um, like it was like men fucked men regularly and it was considered like a masculine thing. To oh, do. really? I need like, to look more into this. Like, like soldiers uh-huh. fucked other soldiers regularly and it was like a masculine thing to do. Um, I don't know too much about it, but I kind of remember hearing that fact at one point in time. And there was a show on HBO called Rome. Okay. 
I actually never finished it, but it was a really good show. They only did a few seasons, and then I think they couldn't keep doing it because it costs too much to make oh, the show. It was right after what, like the Gladiator fad. Remember, there's a bunch of all these Gladiator oh, yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. The entertainment industry always goes through fads. <laughs> Remember when we had vampires forever? <laughs> Sexy vampires. <laughs> um, but no, uh, and in Rome, though, they go into like... A lot of that, like the men fucking men and stuff. Um, it's so interesting. But yeah, so I'm going to have to look that stuff up. But I feel like we've created this fucking perverse monster that like we just keep on de... We're only like hurting ourselves, right? As we become more and more desensitized to like super crazy acts right like who knows what our grandchildren are going to be into or the kids that would be of our grandchildren's age what are they going to be doing like fucking cutting heads off and putting them on their fingers (laughs) or something i don't know but like you know like how how extreme this kink ain't stopping right the kink's not stopping i think it's always been into us but it probably wouldn't be to the point because if we felt okay to communicate our sexual needs our curiosities and everything there wouldn't be perversion or not to the point. I think there's always going to be a pervert, right? Like the same as like there's a voyeur, a person that's into voyeurism, right? Yeah. And so like that's perversion. That's a different element element of perversion, right? Yeah. Um, but it's a kink. Yeah. And I think we all have kinks, right? Yeah. Um, but I would say what's the best about this friend is I was like, I just was off put about it. And I was like, I don't know how to like. I don't know how to move. This is the first time that I've actually um, had a disagreement with a friend. And this actually, the friend and me and her. <laughs> I can't talk right now. Disagreeance. <laughs> but me and her don't always share the same point of views, but we respect each other's. Per- we respect our friendship enough that like, hey, you're on that f- side. I'm on this side. But we have a middle ground that we can talk about, you yeah. know. And but we're always trying to learn from each other as well. Uh-huh. And so she messaged me today and she's like, oh my God, I was listening to like a podcast after and I wasn't even listening to the subject that you and I were talking about. And she's like, and then another episode came on and it was this person essentially trying to explain what you were trying to say to me yeah. yesterday. And she's like, please let me know if there's anything that you um, could share to me or like helped you get to this point. Cause I was always very much like her, like because of my past background yeah. and relationships, I had a negative outlook on sex workers. Yeah. Yeah. And then I kind of just let go of that hurt and that pain. And now it doesn't bother me. It's not like I could do it. I don't also like, yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of on the fence. If like I had a friend that I felt like could do other things in their life, not necessarily, I'm not going to say one's better than the other, but if I felt that they had other things that they were more passionate in their life, but told me that they're going to go do sex work. Yeah. I would probably say, I think you're selling yourself short. Yeah. So there's still a little underlying negative connotation in your head then to sex work. I mean, honestly, um, which but, is fine. Yeah. I, mean, I think, but I think it's like one of the, I want to say negative. I would say I am, I have some um, conservative thoughts. Yeah. And which I've talked about before. Like, I I am very conservative in a lot of my things. Like, I only believe in monogamy. I don't know if I, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I I think that is where, like, a little bit of my conservative goes on. But, because I I also do, like, if somebody told me, like, I know that they're a great um, painter, right? And then they go to, they just want to be, like, a fucking secretary for their life i'm like what the fuck you're doing that's what i see i get i don't if you fuck you're probably gonna make more money (laughs) being the sex worker than you are the painter but 
I don't think that's your passion. So I'd yeah. rather see. And that's for all my friends, right? So you're saying if you feel like someone's doing it as a cop out to what something else. Yeah. I, I would get, be yeah. disappointed in them. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'd be like, fuck, I should have just done. <laughs> like, I wish I had like could be that. I wouldn't say wish. I just I know I'm not that person. It probably would be easier at times to just have an easier job that like doesn't require as much work that I have to put in at times. Yo, I bet they put in hella work though. It I is mean, true. you got to consider, especially these girls who are doing their OnlyFans. Like, I'm assuming like they got to be recording content and then editing the content and then posting it and then like. I don't, you're you're so right. You know what? Thank you. You're teaching me too because you're right. Like think about how much say we go as through much just as I'm to put saying out. That you can't say it's not a career. I'm saying it's an easy job, and it's not. Yeah, I it's, mean, like think about how much we go through just to put up one episode a week, and these girls probably do a lot more than one video a week. That's and shit. true, and they're also like networking, and they're bringing in. Like, we ain't doing anything. Seriously, maybe <laughs> we should. Damn, too bad we couldn't like. I don't know. Show butthole via audio or something. <laughs> Whose butthole we show? Well, mine's tatted. Your butthole is not tatted. Uh, yeah, not my hole. Yeah. <laughs> my butt's tatted too. Um, we we had to show your hole, dude. I, you, no one's trying to see my hole. <laughs> a girl hole is more acceptable than a guy hole. I'm sorry, and maybe that is a archaic way of thinking on my behalf, but uh, I'm thinking girl hole is gonna do us better. Okay, noted. <laughs> vote for which hole you like to see guys you never know if we're trying to like be like you know more, progressive more progressive we'll maybe show, we'll we'll show show my... both. maybe we could do like a guessing game <laughs> <laughs> guess whose butthole is who <laughs> um <laughs> i actually I you could tell who's i have a i have a um beauty mark on mine Okay, I don't know. I've never actually taken a close look at my butthole. Maybe I do too. I have two other girlfriends that I share the same trait with. Are you all (laughs) swapping pics of buttholes? No, I just like, it's in my inner cheek and this person's in their inner cheek. And then this other person, when we talked about it, it was like, oh, I have it too. And I was like, oh my God. Also, did you ever see that meme that supposedly everybody has like the same mole on their finger? No. Yeah. I don't have a mole on my finger. I guess I do there. Yeah, it's like a freckle on your finger. I, I got don't... a couple. I mean, so maybe we should reach out to some OnlyFans and learn how to fucking do better networking. I made an OnlyFans for Uzi. How's he doing? I've I've never figured out how to monetize it, but I thought like... Oh, like us here. Ima- <laughs> <laughs> Ima- imagine, I, I really feel though, he's a cute enough cat uh-huh. that if I was like... Hey, for uh, five bucks a month, you oh, can get hella. you can get premium content, videos and pictures of my really adorable looking cat. And I feel like I could probably get some people to sign up. Okay, we're going to help you do that because you need all the help you can get right it's now. It's <laughs> OnlyFans.com slash Uzi Duh D-A cat. <laughs> Uzi the cat. Can you just imagine Uzi saying that? Dude, Uzi the cat. His profile picture on there is so funny because he's making the craziest face. And then you can do like a banner picture and it's him like spread out on the couch. It's kind of crazy. With too, red lighting. It looks very it's... pornographic. <laughs> well, it's only fans. So, you know, I got to make him a little sexy. Oh my God. Can we put clothes on him? <laughs> yeah, he will not go for that. <laughs> but that was half of my other conversation with my friend was like, you don't even know what that content is. Like, is she like showing it everything or is she doing something artsy? Who knows? Because you can really do anything on OnlyFans now. 
Bella yeah. Thorne was just on there. Did you know all the oh, shit? that whole oh, controversy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she fucked some people over. Didn't we talk about that? As a fr- I didn't know what went on, and I asked you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. It's just like if any, if that's not showing gentrification and like just celebrity like corporatism. Well, she or, fucked it over for people yeah. too, like because it used to be they got paid every week. Now they can only get paid once a month. Oh, uh, that's shit. And then like so, people who like basically live paycheck to paycheck, like on a week to week basis, are fucked. And then also, it's like I now guess the like cap you, can, is- you can send money for premium content or something like and. And it used to be like you could send whatever, and now you can only, I think it's like 50 or yeah, 100 it's only 50. bucks. And then you get tips on there. Damn, I could be raking it in with Uzi. Um, then you get like <laughs> tips and shit on there, and they've limited that to like 50 or 100 bucks or something. I think one's 150 and then $50 for the other one. Yeah, it's yeah, bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. It's, she should like <clears throat> set up a fund or something. Yeah. I mean, like she's I don't know. second generation money, Hollywood money. Or she could just like. <laughs> pay it back just pay back the money and be like i actually don't need this and i scammed a shit ton of people and but how does she reverse her her effect that she's had on it well i don't know if she at least paid back the money maybe they could revert but i think because i think the problem is is that they don't like they couldn't just pay out in one week two million dollars to someone on top of everything Mm -hmm. else they were paying out to people because I don't think they actually have liquid that much money. Yeah, and so you know what? And I the cap's the hurting problem. them too, right? Yeah, I mean, I would assume Because they obviously so. got some type of percentage, they, so they're limiting their percentage. Yeah, they're, they're having to... Yeah. That and just in general. Like, I mean, imagine people who were getting paid way more for those things. Now... But yeah, they had to do it because they can't pay people that I much. I didn't even think of that. Because wow. they don't have that much money on deck, which what is kind of crazy to what think if he that. Selfish ash, like think, made them go out of business. Think about this, though. Uh huh. Okay, so I paid ten dollars to your OnlyFans. Uh-huh. Let's say right, and let's say OnlyFans. So they've taken the ten dollars. Uh huh. Let's say they keep thirty percent. Uh-huh. Right. So they keep their uh, three bucks and you say, I want my seven dollars. And they say, we can't actually pay that to you right now. Where the fuck is all the money going that belongs to you anyway when you ask for it? Oh. I don't really understand that. So that is them basically taking more than just their earnings and whether they're reinvesting that into the business or buying yachts and being like, whatever, no one's going to ever make enough money to fuck us up like this. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, shouldn't they just be able to pay you the money that you've earned? I mean, I'm sure there's stuff that goes on with banking yeah, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But I mean, within a week. You should have enough liquid assets to cover that, right? Yeah, you would think. Yeah. So aside from fucking it we over for answers. everyone. also we want receipts. <laughs> aside from fucking it over for everyone, I think also she exposed them for like operating at a loss, I would assume. So is Bella the hero? No. No, she's a dumb bitch. Either either you die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Um, I know some DJs that are on there too. Well, on OnlyFans, one in particular, but I also like. Does he or she or they DJ naked? Um, I wish he would. Oh, so he's just DJing on OnlyFans, and you can like pay to watch. I don't think he's DJing on OnlyFans. He puts his videos up on OnlyFans. Damn, I, I bet you OnlyFans doesn't have anything that's blocking music. Because that's the problem oh. with people streaming places. I wonder if you can do live shows on OnlyFans. We have a mutual friend. I'll tell you who that is and you can reach out to him. Okay. Um, but 
I also don't know if he does anything else in such work because I don't know what he does for a real job. He's lived in L.A. He was moving here and now he's in Portland or Seattle. And um, I don't know what he does for a living. He skateboards and he does music. But I'm like, how is that making you money? Um, But we never asked. I'm also wondering now in hindsight, I'm like, dude, you talk a lot about sex work. Are you a sex worker? He's a good looking man. Like he could be a sex worker. He kind of got like um, a Richard Gere, like pretty woman type of vibe. Okay. Like he could get it. Um, (laughs) um, So I don't know. So anyways, I, I was telling him he was messaging me last night. Uh, at the same time this was happening and I, I was like, dude, I'm having a fight right now about sex work. And he's like, I was like, this person doesn't think it's a real job. And he's like, it's equivalent to like a bartending like uh, type of job. It's like half like physical manual labor and it's half like psychiatric, ugh, <laughs> mental, like, right? Like yeah. people skills. Yeah, because you got to like be friendly with people. Well, also no, like you have different type of t- clients, so you can't. You know, like deal with them all the same way. Yeah. I would hope that they have ongoing clients. I just only hope the best for them. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, it it sounds exhausting. I mean, I have friends who've done like OnlyFans shit before. Like um, Jack. Jack had an OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. yeah, I and, need to still find that stuff. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Jack, a.k.a. The Hammer, um... <laughs> But even he would say, like, it's mad exhausting, like, having to, like, be friendly and, like, talk to people all the fucking time who are, like, DMing you and stuff like that. And you're just, like, because you want them to keep giving you money, obviously, for your content. But also, it's just, like, damn, like, you were just at everyone's, like, beck and call yeah. all the time. And it's hard when you always have to be, like, sexual, too. Yeah. Like... I know what Jack is going through because like, oh my God, this is another thing I want to bet on. It's like, dude, I don't know if you get this, that girls always think that you're like on and horny, but I get it all the time from dudes. Like, yeah, just like think like, oh, I'm just fucking over here fucking in my cute panties looking great. Like waiting for you to fucking message me. Yeah. Girls do that to you. That happens to me sometimes. So it's just overall as a society, like. Do we have bad timing? No. I just like, I think with certain relationships people have, you know, whether, let me put it this way. If it's like a hookup type relationship, not like a couple, but like, you know, no, it's the extent of your relationship predominantly is like maybe at most like, do you want to go get a couple drinks tonight and then go back to your place or something like that? You know, Um, I think in those types of relationships people only view the other person as like their horny benefactor i've only had one person that treated me right like that um but yeah but i I guess what i'm saying is is so most people when they read in those types of relationships when they're reaching out to you obviously they're reaching out to you for sex but um they're shooting themselves in the foot like talk to me like a human get to know like let's go out one night let's get drinks it's cool then if you approach it on I me, mean, we got that type of chemistry, but there's nothing else. And then we talk to each other like that. I get people that right away want to talk to me like that. And I'm like, yo, like I could be missing all my teeth. I could be like, have the worst yeah, fucking yeah. voice. Oh, like, okay. So you guys like, I thought you were talking about more in terms of like, there's someone you've hooked up with, but then they only hit you up. No, or I'll so get DM'd up. by guys. 
that like just always like, oh, okay, don't want to talk to me about anything else, but just think that they could oh, talk yeah. to me like no, this. No, I don't get that. I, this is more like if I've hooked up with someone and then they like hit me up all the time when they're horny, I was saying. And I'm, I'm fine like, with that because horny. we already established, right, right? right? Okay, okay, okay. Now I get what you're saying. But no, that doesn't really happen to me. <laughs> all you have to do is play it right and establish it post, right? Treat me like you want to get to know me for a second. And it doesn't even have to be like you want to get to know me. I don't understand how you think that I am not human enough to fucking talk to me, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know who this has ever worked with that you think that you can just talk to a girl like, hey, I want to see your ass. Yeah. I've never really talked to a girl like that. So, uh, I mean, not within the first hours of conversation. Um, I literally had a Tinder guy hit me up today saying that. Like, like one of the first things he said, like his opening line. And he's a grown man and I'm like. He said, show me whole. (laughs) Only fans, bitch. It's slash mo, 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 eat poop. Yo, you are going to let down some people when they subscribe to that because they are going to be expecting a fetish that I will never co-sign on. You can do whatever the fuck you want in this world uh, within limits. And so, like those limits, one of them is like poop stuff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you got a poop stuff fetish. You should get counseling. I, I, you know, it might be wrong of me to say, but I do feel like that is like a limit of fetish level where I'm like, there might be some underlying problems. Do you think it's the same equivalent that like dogs eat other dogs poop because they're missing a, a fish? You think all dogs just got a poop fetish? <laughs> no. Dogs eat other dogs poop when they're missing something else in their diet. Two dogs, one poop. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's fucking gross. <laughs> Just thinking about anything yes, eating okay, let's shit. Move on, I feel it. Anyway, <laughs> so this guy was just hits me up and he gives me his number. I fucking text him and he's like, oh, what are you doing today? And I was like, oh, I'm going to see an apartment in the Lower East Side. He's like, oh, I'm right down the street. I was like, oh, what street? And he was like this. And I was like, oh, cute. And he's like why is it cute and i was like oh because you'll like it's right down the street and he was like oh yeah and then he was like talking to me about my butt right away and i was like yo this hasn't even been five minutes of conversation oh my god and i was like how do you even know what my butt looks like could you imagine someone coming up to you in public and talking to you about your ass within five minutes of talking (sighs) i mean i'm not saying it doesn't happen to girls but wow I the other day I, I was wearing like an outfit similar to this like a crop top and a fucking baggy jeans and like went to go see apartments in the city again and every guy just wants to comment about your body and it's like I got I dress like this because I know I can so like thank you you're not being respectful you're annoying yeah that's not the right thing to say I, I just yeah I mean, I, I like don't a bless you, mommy, though. I'll take that. Thank you. I'll take a bless you, mommy. <laughs> well, they're not making it. I feel like in that sense, they're just saying you're pretty. Yeah. I love a bless you, mommy. Yeah. Yeah. I but feel like, like still got it. <laughs> if they comment on your body, it's kind of yeah, weird. Yeah. 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 It's just it, it's the equivalent of like how annoying it is to always hear like, oh, yo, you see his tats. You see his tats. He's hella tatted. Yeah. Oh, my God. When did this happen to my skin? Oh, yeah. don't go to the sun, kids. Oh, people always love to point out tattoos. Oh, man. And it's like I like when people are like, I like your tattoos. But a lot of times I just get like, damn, you are tatted. And I'm like, no shit. I'm like, Yes, I am. <laughs> What do you want me to say about this? Trust me, I remember all of it. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I don't know. That just set me off on today that I'm just, I think I'm done dating. Like, I, it's more and more like. Well, that's not really dating. That's like but throwing, like, that's like throwing your fucking line out into the lake and you're going fishing and you just keep pulling up everyone's dirty shoes. Yeah, like and dating, that's all I feel like I'm getting. Yeah, you haven't even hit the dating phase yet. Because these guys, you think they would be a little more like high COVID exists, but you want to talk about my butthole right away. <laughs> Which, I could have Corona up in there. <laughs> the Corona butthole. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it just, it put me off. And after like, oh, update guys, update for all the subscribers. I reached out to doctor. I put it on him. I said, I got this day free and this day free. He said, how about this day? I said, okay, or this day I'm free too. And I haven't heard from him. So I ain't fucking, I ain't, I ain't thirsty. No. My well ain't fucking dried up. Yeah, I mean, if you want, all you got to do is have a five-minute conversation and you're showing whole. Oh, yeah. So I'm done, guys. I, I, put in, I put in the white flag. I'm not doing it anymore. Threw up the white flag of surrender. Not Yeah, I guess. Or toss the ring. Or how do you say you give up? Uh, you did good. Thanks. Surrender. Yeah, I sur- yeah. I'm not even surrendering because you know what? Surrender. Surrendering surrender. would still be like chasing it and like offering it. It, it had its shelf life. It's done. Okay. You're I'm closing little, up shop. I'm a little disappointed, but. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't feel like, I still do not feel like you're ever, I know people do, but by and large, for the most part, from my experience, I don't meet anyone off of apps and it's like successful. Mm-hmm. Like. I mean, I know we've talked about apps before, although our most performing episode is the dating apps one. (laughs) But, um, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. I just. Oh, my God. What? Go on. I'm just saying, like, go on. Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I re-downloaded Hinge out of boredom the other day. Uh And, like, I'm going through it. And I'm just like. Sending me videos. I'm just like. (laughs) Some of them are so funny. I should read some of the things that some of these girls write on there because I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like the high point of my um, Tinder, I used to screenshot all the funny Tinders and I have like a Pinterest um, board saved of all the funny like <laughs> um, dating ones. But you're reading a funny one and then I have a story around dating apps of a new listener I got us today. Here's here's one of the ones that says... Uh, you know, on on Hinge, it's like they give you those questions and then you can like fill in your answer or uh-huh. whatever, like the beginning of a sentence. Hers was, the one thing I'd love to love to know about you is don't really care. <laughs> I'm like, okay, respect Dude, the honesty. She's a goat. But then I'm pretty sure this was the same person. She also had, I'm looking for a relationship. And it's like... <laughs> You can't be. Are, are you yeah, though? I think you're you conf- already confused with yourself. I don't are think you you're really ready. looking for the relationship? Because I, yeah, uh, exactly. I don't think so either. Um, um, so I hold on. Wait, I got to okay. show you one more. I just this. I think like the first picture is obviously like where people set the benchmark for themselves most of the time. Mm. They either they either post you either post like tell me. Well, I've seen your fucking thing pop up before. I know what your first picture is. It's a cute picture of you. Okay. So, mm-hmm. like, 
I think most people do that. Lord knows I put up a good picture of me first. Why would you put up a bad picture of yourself first? Unless you're trying to hide something and then you put up the group picture. But we've already mm. talked about that before. Moving on. I respect <laughs> I respect this girl's fucking first picture. You cannot see her face, but it is clear as day that she's working with some ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's got like the umbrella over her head in the sun. And so I'm like, she's like, her face is, is blacked out as it could possibly be. But wearing what she's wearing, you can see she working with some ass. And you know what? I respect it. I scrolled down. I looked further. All the face pictures had filters. And I said, nope. Oh. She, well, she's putting her best face forward. <laughs> <laughs> so to say. Good for her. So I am talking to a guy off a dating app right now. And we were talking today. And I told him what I was doing. I said, we're going to go record our podcast. And he's like, you have a podcast? I was like, obviously, you don't read my bio because I write it in there. <laughs> he's like, oh, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> obviously not. And I was like, no, it's real. This is what I do. <laughs> and I'm a podcaster. <laughs> um so he he listened to it i don't have the oh you have it okay um he listened to it he listened to episode two our best-selling episode um and it was called um dating apps and park reviews and he was really intrigued obviously i think it pulled him in because we were talking about dating apps and he brought up this other dating app for it's called field he was disappointed that we didn't go into all the different type of dating apps. Oh, I could talk about a couple of them, but I haven't used all of them. You, what ones do you know? I don't know about any of this. I'm so I'm so green. I use Tinder. Do you know about Field? Used. I don't. Uh, I I tried to sign up for that one Raya. Oh, that's supposed to be like for like fancy people, and we're not cool enough. I don't know. Mitch had one, so I was like, how? I don't know. I think he has to get referred. I think you have, yeah, maybe something like that. But he, the when he explained it to me, because he met his girlfriend on, yeah. When he explained it to me, he's like, oh, it's like for like people who work in creative fields or something. And then my friend Blake, uh, the model Mm -hmm. and like uh, art director um, and stylist, he fucking does it all. Blake, you're the man. If you ever listen to this, Um, (laughs) he when I when I said that that's how my friend explained it to me. He just kind of laughed and he's like, yeah, I guess. So, like, I don't really know how to interpret that. Maybe it's just for cool people to influence each other. Maybe we're not good-looking enough. Maybe. Because it's like you have to put in your Instagram profile to sign up. And then they're just like, they instantly hit me with the, we put you on a wait list. We'll yeah, let you know. I want to know. Can somebody please let us know about the pyramid screen that that is? Because, like, I know people that are in the creative fields that are in there. But I'm just like, the guy I know is, a, like, a VP. Yeah. He works for Complex now, so and he's head of like he does Complex like con and stuff like that. He's oh, like okay. head of like um those special events. Yeah, he met his girlfriend on there, but that's oh 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 you know who else met his girlfriend on there? Why are we whispering? Did I ever tell you? Uh, yes, I did about that guy Filio that was a con artist. Yes, he met his wife on there. <laughs> He conned his way onto Raya and then conned his way into a relationship. Yeah, well, because he conned his way saying he was um, a comedian from New York City. (laughs) If anybody ever wants to go into the weirdest wormhole of a dating life, and we should just make a whole another episode about Filio. Actually, you know what we should do? Do a video about Filio. We'll do uh, your two lettuce friends like Couch Talk about Filio. Okay. Couch Talk's a good name for that series. Yeah, okay. Good idea. Um, 
So uh, also, you know what we have to do this week on that couch talk is go through our voice messages. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm second guessing those little pamphlets, man. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should probably do that. Anyway, so I'm gonna tell you about Field, and we'll go out. So Field is for kink. Okay. It's geared towards 30 plus year olds that are just looking for like a short term. It's like a grinder essentially for straight people. Oh, okay. Should I be weirded out that this guy I'm talking to is knows about that sex app? I mean, no. that- we just were going over how it's like normal to have fetishes, but we make it seem like it's a bad thing. It's fine. As long as his fetish doesn't involve you taking the shit on him. I think it's cool. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, I'm not... how do i put this i know a girl who goes to um trash island and she used to be a dominatrix i wish i could do that i want to do that so i would be so fucking good at that and she worked in a dungeon okay who introduced me in like chinatown okay and um they when when someone wants to be shit on because uh-huh. like you don't shit on the dominatrix the dominatrix shits on you yeah they call it an exit so they'd be like who wants to exit tonight more or less and it'd be like you have to take a shit on a guy and there's like all this like shit they'd have to go through for it um as far as like making sure like everything was like clean and blah blah you know like just crazy and i just was like even then i was like I just don't understand what is the appeal of the poop. It's so fucking gross. But I guess that's like a, I mean, I shouldn't say a normal fetish, but it is a fetish that people go to like a dominatrix dungeon and and request. Is it, is it sensationalized and like propaganda that's not as big as like, because because of the taboo around it? I guess to me, it's just like, it might be a little more common than we think. I'm sure it is because guys that young girls pee on girls. Uh You never wanted to pee on a girl. No. Oh, I know multiple guys that have asked to pee on me. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, We're going to circle back to that in a second here. Um, I just got to complete this. I can't. I lost the thought. Wait, how many times has someone asked to take a piss on you, dude? (laughs) I don't know. I, a lot of times, young, yeah, like I, like oh, I don't want to make any assumptions about why guys fetishize about peeing on a woman, but that just seems so. I actually had two guys have me pee on them. I, okay, well, <laughs> these will go two different ways. I think if you want to take a piss on a woman, it's like you want to degrade her. That's what my brain would go to. Yeah. And maybe that's not how they feel. Maybe there's some sort of sexual kink to it and they have nothing but respect for you as they're taking a piss on your face. Uh-huh. But um, but then getting peed on, not saying that I understand it in a relatable way, but I can understand that like some people are into like being... Like like guys who are in like positions of power mm-hmm. are typically the guys who pay for like a dominatrix to like pour hot candle wax on them and whip them and tell them that they're like a fucking loser, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I guess I can understand that like to an extreme. Like, well, what's the most extremely degrading thing someone could do to me? That but then it's, that it's kink just, is the same way. Like either you, the same as like dominatrix. There's always a sub and a dom, right? Right. So like. Either you're the sub or the dom. So you want to pee on somebody? 
or you want to get pissed yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> These are your choices. You know what? When people are like, what's life like? It's either you're peed on or you're the pisser. <laughs> <sighs> oh, God. That's a that's a good one. But I, I never let a guy pee on me because I was like, I'm never going to. I know we might not last, so I'm never going to be that bitch that was like, oh, yeah, and I pissed, pissed on you. <laughs> yeah, no. But mm-hmm. I will always go down knowing that you're the dude that let me piss on you. <laughs> so when you pissed on the guy, uh-huh. did you, where did you do it? Both times we're in the shower. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, did the sex start in the shower or were you in bed and then he's like, take me to the shower and piss on me? You ever had like some of those crazy nights that like... It's kind of like makeup sex night or like just a crazy sex night that like you guys kind of do everything. Um, and then you kind of like go all over the place. So it was like one of those nights that like, okay. yeah, yeah like I we just got saying. fucked up and fucked all night. And then it was like at one point you were in the shower and he said, piss on me. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. But it wasn't it was what I'm saying is he wasn't like you're about to change positions because he's been fucking you from behind <laughs> for 15 straight minutes. And now he's like. Hey, let's go to the shower real quick. Can you take a piss on me? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, or it could have been like... You organically... What I'm saying is yeah. you organically made your way to the bathroom. Yeah. It wasn't like, hey, uh, grab that towel, cover yourself up so my roommate doesn't see you. I want you to piss on me in the shower real quick. <laughs> no. Okay, all right. Just make it sure. I would, A, never fuck somebody like that who has a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be making some premium income if you want me to piss on you, oh, sir. No, like I just feel like it needs to be more private because these motherfuckers weren't making premium income. But oh but God. now as I realize my WAP is worth more and deserves more, <laughs> I would say that you need to have a premium income. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like I've learned so much from this podcast, and I hope you did too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, um. Until next time, dear <laughs> listeners, leave us a phone voicemail at 917-310-5262, please. No, shout out to Ace. A, um, that's like his handle profile, so I always thought his name was Ace, but his name is Alex. Um, he follows both of us. I, I didn't. And he left us a voice message. So we are going to answer it in our little couch talks. Oh, sick. Okay. I didn't hear the voicemail. Oh, yeah. He's a real one. He hold us through. him and him and Jay. Let's have like a Hall of Famer wall. Okay. <laughs> um, or go ahead and like and subscribe or leave us a message. We're up to eighteen reviews on Apple Podcasts, by the way. That's not enough. I need more. Well, I'm satisfied with the people that already showed up. <laughs> Thank you if you have left a review, though. You're awesome. And if you haven't left a review yet, you should Tony try to be like more. the. You should try to be like the people who have. <laughs> We're five points. We're five star rating. So yeah. So keep us there. So Please. If you're not going to give us five stars, don't waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Love you. Bye.